Let's see. Yeah, man, now motherfucking podcast. Woo, woo, woo. It's me, your boy, Stuber With me as always, most of the time, nobody. Hey, nobody, how you doing? Damn, nobody cracking beers. You got any to spare? Uh, hey, everybody, it's April 1st. Well, shit. I hate April 1st. Um, I've never enjoyed it. It's one of those dumb holidays where um, people say ridiculous things and, and they think it's funny or you know, they try to trick you or they pull dumb pranks. And uh, as a kid even, I didn't fucking care for it. I just thought it was dumb. I don't think tricks and pranks are um they're not funny i would say 99 percent of the time they're not funny and i think the reason is that i don't like them is because someone's not in on the joke someone is the butt of the joke someone is uh an unsuspecting victim and i fucking hate that that's i've never really cared for like candid camera shows because they're always trying to catch someone at an unsuspecting moment, an innocent moment. And like, hey, you're a fucking idiot, you dumb fuck. We can't believe you fell for this shit, you fucking asshole. I'm like, oh, God. It's just dumb. Is that uh, is that empathy? Do I have empathy for the victim? Maybe. Which is weird because for the most part, I have empathy for fucking nobody. <laughs> I have empathy... For the person who I don't know on one of those dumb prank videos. Fuck Ashton Kuncher. Fuck Alan Funt. Right, that was the guy's name from Candy Camera, Alan Funt, wasn't it? Any old timers out there call me out on that shit? Alan Funt? Okay, for those who don't know, this is the Elemental Podcast. And uh, it's me, uh, your host, Jimmy McAllister. And it's uh, this is it. It's me uh, swearing a whole lot, occasionally funny. Uh, I'll uh, say things that are maybe provocative to some people, insulting to others, hilarious to a third batch. Uh, some people turn it off two minutes in. <laughs> and I get all of it. I, I uh, 100% understand it. I don't know why people listen to this shit, but you do. I would do it anyway. Uh, it, it all started because I interviewed comics. The very first comics I had on were Ryan Dalton and John Reap. John Reap, the winner of like Last Comic Standing 4 or something like that. And uh, Ryan Dalton, he was the uh, winner of the World Series of Comedy many many years ago i actually was in in uh, i was in the same competition same qualifying round with ryan and that fucker beat me down there in in dayton ohio and um i'll always remember that jamie jamie was a co-host of the show jamie is uh will be less and less of a co-host but uh, jamie and i went down to dayton she came with me to to watch the competition and uh she she thought things were a little shady i'm not calling things out but it just kind of sucks 
when uh, the guy who wands is like real is buddies with the organizer of the festival. And again, Ryan is a very funny dude. I am not saying he's not funny, but I, at that moment, I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. You know, he was be, being all pally and chummy chummy with him. Like, ah, oh, fuck. So the podcast originally was just me interviewing comics, and then it morphed into uh, me not interviewing comics and me having conversations with uh, my friend Nardos Osterhart. And then it morphed into me just kind of rambling on my own, and then it morphed into me doing more podcasts with Jamie, and now it's going back to more me rambling on my own, and that's it. So if you don't know my background, uh, I was a comic for a very long time, and I guess I still am a comic. I'm just uh, reevaluating what I'm going to do. The pandemic squashed a lot of shit. It squashed travel. It squashed being able to perform, and I, it opened up opportunities for Zoom shows, and I did participate in a weekly Zoom show uh, over the summer. I think, I don't know, we did uh, seven, eight episodes, something like that. And, you know, I just worked on monologue-type stuff. And then I, I found another comic, and I introduced them, and I had them come on the show, and it was fine. But it made me really come to grips with the fact that I don't really miss getting on stage i don't miss the travel i don't miss fighting with uh bookers and clubs to get a spot and a good portion of the time it was shit i had a conversation with a comedian buddy of mine who is still working the road because he asked me how i was approaching things and i told him essentially what I'm telling you, and he's like, yeah, no, I 100% get it. And I'm a lot older than he is, too. I'm a good, probably uh, 10 to 15 years older than him. So he's still got the vim and vigor for it all. And I'm like, yeah, f I got piss and vinegar is what I got. I'm like, fuck that bullshit. Fuck that bullshit. Vim and vigor, piss and vinegar. That's what I got. So, uh, reevaluating, so I'm doing other shit. Uh, acting? Over the pandemic, I've been in two short films and a commercial. That's exciting. I'd like to do more. Uh, working on a book. And uh, over, the, over the pandemic, decided to podcast daily. So, for those who don't know, freebies, Mondays and Thursdays, Patreon every other day of the week. And what's so special about the Patreon? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing special about the Patreon. It's just more. If you enjoy the free shit, you would probably enjoy the Patreon. It's just more. You get five more uh, podcasts a week for it, and it's just $5. That's all it is. And so today is April 1st, so if you have never subscribed to the Patreon, today is a good day to do it. Five bucks a month. One less Starbucks coffee, uh, one less uh, Monster Energy drink, uh, one less IPA at the bar. You guys know what I'm talking about. Give it to me. Just do it for one month. And then if you like it, stick around. And if you don't like it, no harm, no foul. Trust me. I've seen people come and go, and I have never given anyone shit about it. And that's fine. 
so yeah, so there we go. Oh, and occasionally I give out free shit to Patreon people anyway. Some swags, I've given out some t-shirts and uh, stickers and magnets. And I gave out a uh, five-in-one tool, all-purpose tool that everybody's like, that's stupid. And then they get it and they're like, ah, oh, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever had in my life. So, whatever. I am thinking about bringing back the uh, my Jarts T-shirt when I when I uh, was doing stand-up comedy. When I was doing stand-up comedy, a tour of the road, I told a joke about Jarts, and uh, I sold the T-shirt about Jarts, and the joke always killed, and the T-shirt always sold well, and uh, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll, I'll uh, redo the T-shirts. And maybe then I will give uh, T-shirts away to Patreon subscribers. How, how about that? Who, who the fuck knows? Maybe. We'll, we'll see what the fuck happens. Uh, today was a long day at work. Uh, for those who don't know, the day job currently is working for the West Michigan Whitecaps, the single-A baseball team. And everybody's like, oh, Stu, that's got to be a great fucking job. And... Um, Originally, the goal had been to, I wanted to work in the promotions department. Um, I actually knew the guy who headed up the promotions department. And I figured, all right, if I get in with the Whitecaps, because the job I have is not working with promotions. But I thought, hey, you know, with my comedic skills, and uh, I'm not afraid of talking in front of big crowds, and I'm not afraid of doing dumb things, and I know a shit ton of people. I'm like, hey, I'd be good in the promotions department. So I took this job thinking like, okay, it's my way in. And then as soon as I took the job, the guy that I knew who ran the promotions department left. And uh, he became the general manager of the Traverse City Pit Spitters, which is a uh, fucking, essentially it's a step above high school ball. They got a nice ballpark and, uh, you know, whatever. It's uh, fine, but, you know, it's not the highest caliber of, baseball competition so what i do is i actually deliver dip and dot ice cream it is ice cream of the future flash frozen ice cream that they have uh, packaged in the capri sun looking packages and i sell them to schools and bars and gas stations and uh campgrounds and whoever else would like them uh, we give them little uh, mini freezers, and we put them in there, and there we go. And today I had a route, and uh, it was supposed to be a long, long route. We were, I was thinking I was going to work like 16 hours, and uh, it was close. I worked a little under 14. Um, so uh, it was a long day. It was a busy day. I was up at 4. Got, got back home a little after 7. So it's been, it's been a day, man. Been a day. Got a, bu a buddy of mine came over to look at the dogs. And guess what? He showed up. Holy fuck. He showed up and let my dogs out. Holy fuck. I asked a guy to do something and he fucking followed through on it. Oh my God. Uh, but I was up north, Michigan. I don't know if any of you people live up north. Um... Uh, it was cold as fuck, and it actually was snowing. I was in, like, uh, Richville, Tuscola County. It was way up fucking there. That's kind of like the thumb of Michigan, if you're not from Michigan. Take your right hand, uh, flatten it out, look at it, stick your thumb out. That's what Michigan looks like. And I was in the thumb part, I guess. 
and it was cold as fuck. But I sold a lot. Sold a lot of dots because the weather has been nice. It's going to get nice. Sold a lot. My boss was happy. There you go. Gives you a lot of time to think about shit. A lot of time to think about shit. And a lot of time to, like, talk to people and, uh, you know, things like that. And uh, I had a friend of mine who said to me, she said, uh, people don't understand you and you're going to die alone. <laughs> and uh, I can't necessarily disagree with that argument. I am a very difficult person to uh, understand or relate to or uh, tolerate <laughs> even. And uh, I get that. You know, I'm, I, I, get, I think the older you get, the more particular you are about things. And so it makes it harder to uh, make new friends and, and relationships and things of that nature because you're like you, you, you like what you know, you like consistency, and uh, sometimes you need to break that, and it becomes hard. You you have to tolerate other people's bullshit, and that's just so much of what relationships are. I, I've said I don't really believe in soulmates. I think soulmates is a fucking Hollywood term. It's not real. I don't, is soulmate in the fucking Bible? Is it a biblical term? Is it a religious term? I don't believe it is. I think it's a fucking Hallmark holiday, Valentine's Day, Hollywood bullshit thing. What you do is you don't find your soulmate. You find a person who can tolerate your fucking nonsense. And there you go. Because I would prefer to not die alone. I think most of us would prefer not to die alone. I like being alone. I can tolerate being alone. But it's always nice to not know you're going to die alone. <laughs> it's comforting to know that someone might be there. Uh, if I were to have a stroke tonight while I sleep, that someone would find me in the morning or someone would come looking for me. I would hate for it to be like three weeks later someone's like hey ah, where's Stu at and like uh, the dogs have eaten my face off or whatever you know that'd be horrible so I got what she was saying uh, she was saying that she was in kind of the same boat herself but I'm like fuck I don't want to be a fatalist but, uh, but there we go I had a, another buddy of mine uh, reach out and he texted me and I actually, I called him back because it was just one of those situations and scenarios where it would be just so much easier to communicate uh, on the phone as opposed to texting back and forth. But um, uh, apparently his mother is having some mental health issues and it, it seems as though she's uh, hallucinating and uh, she's become verbally uh, aggressive and apparently has been threatening and uh, he feels that she needs to be hospitalized and everything that he was telling me I'm like yes this this lady clearly uh, is having some mental health issues and she needs some assistance so, you know, I did the whole, you know, asking questions thing. She's not currently married because normally it's the spouse 
who can involuntarily hospitalize you relatively easily. Not incredibly easy, but relatively easily. Uh, not married, though. And so that I was like, uh, I asked about her parents. And apparently uh, the grandmother uh, is uh, kind of in denial that her daughter is having some mental health issues. So that's unfortunate. So then I was telling him, I was like, all right, baby, this could be on you, man. It could be on you. So I suggested that he call one of our local uh, psych hospitals. I've worked for both. For those that don't know, I have a master's in social work as well, too. For a very long period of time, I did therapy. And the longer that you listen to this podcast, you'll probably be like, how did you do therapy and not receive therapy? And I'll tell you, I don't fucking know, but that's how it worked out. So I recommended they call the one psych hospital and talk to the intake department, the admissions department, and explain to them his situation. And then I told him too, I was like, document. Uh, I was like, document these things about what your mom is doing. Because sooner or later, shit's going to happen. And they're going to be like, okay, we need to have all of this evidence to indicate that this woman needs to be hospitalized against her will. And that sucks. But you need to do it. Sometimes mentally ill people will not acknowledge that they are mentally ill and they will need some assistance. And there you go. So uh, I don't know how things have turned out for him. I told him to keep me in the loop. Uh, because, I mean, again, it sounds as though his mom could become either... Um, she could hurt somebody. It sounds like she ultimately could hurt somebody or maybe herself. And uh, that would be uh, very, very unfortunate, clearly. Speaking of moms, I got a package today from my mom. How about that? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed, though. Not necessarily that it was a package from my mom, but because uh, I am expecting another package and uh, I ordered some uh, patches. And uh, it's been a little bit of an ordeal. This guy from Canada, from Canada, eh? He makes patches, and I was looking for some very specific ones. And he uh, he's the guy, apparently. He's the only guy in Canada who makes patches. So I, I bought them from him a couple weeks ago. Well, actually, it's been over a month. And it was a lot of money. I, he, he fucking doesn't do custom orders. He's like, I sell 20 at a time for this price. And I'm not going to lie, it was a good price. <clears throat> but I didn't necessarily want 20 patches. I wanted like two. Uh, but I, So I came. I'm like, eh, small business guy. I'll fucking buy them from him. So I bought them. And then, like I said, it's it's been over a month, and I have not received them. And I've had some communication with him back and forth going, just uh, me asking, like, hey, man. Did you mail him out? Let me know. And it, it took him a while. And he finally got back to me. And he was like, hey, man, things are rough for me. You know, I'm, like, I'm the caretaker for my parents. You know, my parents have dementia. My dad's got liver cancer now. You know what? He's giving me a sob story. And all I want to hear is, did you mail them yay or nay? In all, that's all I need to hear. I'm not, I wasn't becoming like accusatory. I wasn't angry. And I know sometimes you can't pick up things in, in text. 
But I'm just, did, all I need to know is, did you mail them? And when I might get them. That's all I need to hear, motherfucker. I don't need that other shit because I can go, hey, man, uh, my financial situation is dire. Uh, I'm in poor, uh, uh, I'm in, in, in risk of losing my job, et cetera, et cetera. Do you want to hear this shit? Do you want to go in his fucking sob stories? Do you want to go back and forth with bullshit that doesn't fucking matter? This was a business transaction. I am not your friend. I am not uh, your neighbor. I am not your family member. I fucking bought patches from you. you know, fucking Amazon, when I, if, if they're late on shit, and I go, hey, man, where's my shit? They don't, fucking Bezos doesn't go, hey, man, I just went through a divorce, and my wife just took $100 billion away from me. Things are tough. Right? Just fucking tell me, motherfucker. And so he said he was going to mail him on Monday. I was like, oh, fuck. Did I already get mail from Canada? Fucking four days later? And uh, the answer is no, I didn't. I got a I got a book from my mom. And I cannot lie. I'm always nervous when my mother mails me shit. My mother has absolutely no clue who I am. She has zero clue as to what I like. And she just sends me nonsense. So, uh, I, I don't have the book with me. It's on my dining room table. I'll, I'll have to fucking take a look at it and see what the hell it is. So, but I got an another book to read on the fucking pile. On the pile of, of many, many books that I have not yet read, but I need, I need to fucking get it. I started reading this autobiography on Kate Mulgrew, and I need to finish reading it. She writes, I, get, I don't know if it's, would you call it her memoir or her autobiography? I would, I guess, well, I don't know the difference, really. I can't lie. Offhand, I don't. I couldn't tell you the difference between a memoir and an autobiography. If there is an even, if there is, is there a difference? Is there someone out there smarter than me who can tell me if there is a fucking difference between a memoir and an autobiography? Ah, hmm. uh, but yeah. So there we go. So, ah, uh, is that it? Is that the end of the rambling part? I like to ramble up front, everybody. For those, if I have any new listeners, God damn, man. I, there's only six people who listen to this horse shit. They are the six-member mafia. If you're new to the podcast, welcome to the six-member mafia. Stick around. Hopefully you dig it. One of my, I'll say this out loud. One of my favorite podcasts is uh, the Dan Lebetard Show podcast. I would highly encourage you to listen to that. He used to be on ESPN. He got fired. And I think he was fine with it, though. I think it was just the coming to the end of it all. And they're like, hey, yeah, you should probably go. And he's like, yeah, I probably should go. And so he's doing shit on his own. It's just the podcast. It's a daily podcast. Uh, he doesn't do it every day. Fuck, he didn't do it on... He didn't do it yesterday. I was pissed. Normally, I think he just takes off Friday, so there's no podcast tomorrow, but I don't fucking know. But uh, it's good. E even though it was an ESPN show, it is a sports talk show where they talk very minimally about sports. 
It's more about social issues and other bullshit and fun stuff. It's great. It's a great fucking podcast. Go listen to that. Then listen to any other podcast that you want. And then listen to this. I want my podcast to be your third favorite podcast. I think that is something that uh, I should strive for. And I definitely believe it is something that I can achieve. I can achieve being your third favorite podcast. Oh, uh, that reminds me. I was approached today through Facebook Messenger about contributing to another person's podcast. Like, oh, fuck. Uh, That's what we need. We need more podcasts. We don't have enough podcasts. I love it when I hear that uh, my comedian compatriots say, yeah, I'm done podcasting. I'm selling my podcasting equipment or whatever. And I'm like, good, go. Get the fuck out of here. Because you don't make money from podcasts. There are very few people who make their living from podcasts. It doesn't fucking happen. You podcast because you like it. And I, for whatever reason, I think mostly because I'm a masochist, love fucking this podcast. I love doing it. I don't care if no one listens. I will sit here into this fucking tape recorder This Radio Shack tape recorder. I'm going to have to flip over the tape soon. And I'll do this daily podcast. But this guy, he messages me. And he's like, hey man, me and my buddy, we're doing this new crime comedy podcast. Would you like to be a part of it? And I said, absolutely not. No fucking way. No, I don't want to. I don't, I, I can't even understand exactly what you're doing. Like, what do you mean? Crime and comedy. There are so many crime and, uh, not necessarily crime and comedy, but there's just so many of these, like, podcasts that are about, like, serial killers and murderers and weird shit that have happened. And I'm like, ah, fucking Another one? How are you going to stand out? You're not hitting on a new genre of shit. Okay? So I said no. I said I got a lot of shit on my plate, which I do. I got, I work. 96 hours a week, and then I podcast 54 hours a week, and that's all I got time for. And he was like, oh, well, how about if you just write some jokes for us? And I was like, well, give me an example of what you're doing. Because I'm like, I, give me the gist. What do you, what What's the end result going to look like? Give me a synopsis. And he's like, well, it would be like a combination of The Godfather and Bonnie and Clyde. And I said, all right, uh, you just named two fucking like movies about criminals. Where's the comedy? I don't understand. The f- Again, you have not told me fucking anything. So I'm not even going to respond to him. I can't lie. I, I cannot respond to him. If I had confidence in, in what he was going to do, maybe I would make space, but I can't I cannot lie, everybody. A lot of people are idea people, and I fucking love idea people. Fuck some I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm an idea person myself a good portion of the time, but there needs to be fucking follow-through. I love follow-through people more. 
because I've been approached by people for so much shit, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's fucking do this. And then no one fucking does it. It doesn't happen. So uh, this podcast happens because I fucking do it. It's me. Whether you like it or not, it's me, and this is what I do. Fuck. Today, today, when I was delivering dots, I ended. I went to a water park. We sell dots at a water park, right? We sell a, a shit ton to them. It's it's a good thing. You sell dots where there's children. So this is you know water parks are great places to sell dots. So I sold a lot. I sold them nineteen cases, which is pretty good. I've sold way more to them, but not well. I'll take it nineteen cases on april 1st is pretty good but the the place was i'm not gonna lie the place was packed packed with motherfuckers which is good i'm grateful that it was packed but i'm like in my brain i'm also like motherfuckers it's a goddamn pandemic water parks are gross filthy fucking places as it is now, you don't need to add a fucking virus that's killed hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people into that fucking mix. I'm not going to lie. I like me a good water park. But no fucking way would I go to this indoor water park during a goddamn pandemic. It grossed me the fuck out. I just wanted to yell at people. Nobody's wearing a mask because, again, you're in the fucking water and whatever. Everybody's, like, fucking close as shit. Nobody cares. I'm like, are you guys all fucking dumb as fuck? And the answer is yes, they're dumb as fuck. Because I got a message today as well, too, uh, from the guy uh, who's directing, and he wrote the, the short film that I'm in. We, we've been filming it the last couple weekends. He informed me that one of the, the crew members has calmed down with the Rona. I'm like, ah, Fuck. I feel fine. I suppose I need to go get checked. Fuck. God damn it. I was, you know, I, I, I wore my mask when I wasn't being filmed. He always was wearing his mask because he didn't fucking, uh, you know, he's not, he wasn't acting. He's like the sound guy. I say he don't. And, uh, fuck, I, you know, apparently he got a vaccination sometime before getting the Rona or I, I don't know. He, he got the Rona and then he got the vaccine. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it just makes me go fuck water parks. Fuck your water park, you motherfucker. I got a text today from my boy, my boy. Uh, Matt Harper, he is one of the co-hosts of the podcast, your fourth favorite podcast, another episode podcast. That's where he and Mandy Lane, they talk about movies that shaped their childhood and they drop new episodes every Wednesday. How about that? You guys listen, you should. If you're new to my podcast, go check out their podcast. They talk about movies, old, these are going to be old movies because Matt, and Mandy, I think, are in their late 30s. So, you know, these are going to be movies that are good, like, 20 years old, at least, or whatever, right? And uh, every once they drop new episodes. Uh, yesterday, they dropped the episode on The Great Outdoors with John Candy, Dan Aykroyd. 
that you can watch for free on uh, Peacock, on the PeacockTV.com, Peacock Network. And next week, it's going to be the greatest podcast of all time because it's starring yours truly. I sit down with Matt Harbour and Manny Lane. We talk about the movie Total Recall, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, not the remake. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. I got drunk. Uh, and at the end of the movie, I really had to go pee. <laughs> I was like, I really got to go pee. So, but Matt texted me and he's like, did you ever watch Last Man on Earth? It's a television show. And I was like, I did not. And then he goes, give it a try next time you're looking for a sitcom. So I'll have to, I'll have to watch it. Have you guys ever uh, watched it? You guys got an opinion one way or the other? I think it was on Fox. I don't really remember much about it. But I will give it a while. I like just sitting down watching sitcoms because I can eat a meal, not necessarily pay a ton of attention to what I'm watching, and there we go. If you're sitting down and you're trying to watch like Law and Order or some other shit, you fuck, I gotta pay attention to this. I don't like paying attention. Give me something dumb, like uh, Last Man Standing or whatever the fuck it is. Oh. Uh, okay, all right, I, I think I'm done rambling. Uh, I wanted to. I got two stories. I didn't have any time to really kind of find shit. I found two stories. Uh, for those who don't know, I am. Uh, I don't want to say I'm a big wrestling fan. I like small time promotions. Um, I like going to like little bars and VFW halls and watching fucking a guy that you could see work at the grocery store the next day. I want to see him fight fucking people. I don't know. I just love it. It's fun. It's interesting. It's great. So I saw this story, the story about a, a wrestler in Japan. This woman, her name is Hannah Kimura. And apparently there was a, a reality show that she also was starring in, Terrace House Tokyo. Uh, yeah, I, I don't watch reality TV. I don't care about any of that shit. But um, I, I guess this woman, Hannah, um, was receiving a lot of cyberbullying. I, I don't know. Apparently people uh, were, were giving her shit about being on the show or maybe they didn't like her wrestling or whatever. And uh, unfortunately, Hannah, they're saying as a result of all of the cyber bullying that she received, uh, she ended up killing herself. How fucking awful is that? And they're blaming it on cyber bullying of just like, she couldn't take all these fucking cunts coming at her, uh, and saying shit like that. Uh, someone just kept asking her, when will you die? They kept messaging her that. And I'll say this to you, everybody. Block motherfuckers. Uh, I've recently blocked some motherfuckers who are trying to say some dumb shit. And I'm like, you, you I, fuck, fuck you, man. You need to fucking go. I, I, you wouldn't say the shit to my face. Some people act as though they've never been punched in the face because they're just saying dumbass shit. 
So sometimes you just need to block motherfuckers and, and n n you never read the comment cards. That is something when I work the road doing comedy, I was like, uh, you know, people will fill out comment cards. He, this is why comedy clubs have comment cards. They want your email address. They want to email you their, their fucking uh, drink specials of the day and their calendar and whatever else. They couldn't care less what you thought of the comedians. They don't give a fuck. Never read the comment card. So I would have said to this Hannah chick, it doesn't tell me how old she is, but she doesn't look that old. She's probably in her mid to late 20s. But apparently, though, um, the man who kept messaging her, he was from Osaka, he admitted to the public in insult charge. Apparently, that is a crime in Japan. He could be in prison for up to 29 days and fined 10,000 yen. They're like, oh, fuck, 10,000 yen. What is that? That's about 90 bucks. Apparently, the yen ain't worth shit. And so people are outraged by it, as they should. Apparently, he's also written an apology letter to her family. But it's just one of those things of like, how can you hold people accountable? How can laws catch up to technology, social media, all of this shit to hold people accountable? I mean, a lot of the stuff, maybe because how the laws are written now, that's all they can fucking charge them with. It's fucking, essentially, there are no consequences for it. Don't be a cocksucker. Stop harassing people. I, I'll be the first to admit I'm a cocksucker a good portion of the time, but I try to catch myself and prevent myself from being a cocksucker. Uh, you know, particularly online. I save my cocksucking for this podcast. I'll say dumb shit because this is my podcast and people expect dumb shit from me. They know when they come here, Stu's going to say some dumb shit today. What dumb shit is he going to say? And here we go. I'm not attacking anybody on their Facebook page, their Instagram page, their, their Twitter account. I'm not going to their website or anything else. But I'll call a cocksucker a cocksucker. Apparently 59% of U.S. teens have reported being bullied or harassed online and 90% believe it's a genuine problem affecting their age group. So that all fucking sucks balls. So, uh... If you guys have ever had any uh, suicidal thoughts, ideations, uh, there is a hotline you guys can call 1-800-273-8255. Don't do a dumb decision, man. Just unplug from the fucking computer. Delete your social media accounts, whatever. That was fucking, um, God, what is her nuts? Uh, she's married to the guy who's like on the fucking voice or some shit. God damn it. I cannot remember his. John Legend? I think that's the husband. And I cannot remember his wife's name. She's like a model or something. And I'm like going, why is this chick famous? I don't understand it. She's she's John Legend's wife. I don't know what she does. I barely know what he does, to be perfectly honest. But apparently she has decided, she deleted her Twitter account because she didn't want to deal with negativity from assholes, which I'm like, kudos to you. But then I'm also like, get the fuck off social media, period. 
It isn't like these assholes are like, oh, fuck, she deleted her Twitter account. How will I harass her now? When you become incredibly famous, uh, assholes are going to come at you, and it does it suck? Fuck yeah, but I hate to say it, it's part of the job, and if you don't fucking like it, uh, have someone else run your social media accounts. Like, you just post shit, and then you can have someone else look through it. And fucking to either, like, answer questions or other horse shit. I can't even imagine. Why can't I remember her name? I can't imagine. All right, I'm going to end with this. I love it. It's street justice. Uh, there was a guy who was being a fucking cocksucker. This happened in the state of Washington. This guy, 29-year-old suspect, he drove to a Walmart, and apparently while parking in Walmart, he smashed into a car. Jesus Christ. Uh, and he walked in he, after he drove into a parked car, and, and you know, whatever. You know, that's what, you know, who hasn't driven to Walmart, you know, just fucking smashed a car and then parked a car and then just walked in. I think, you know, that's a fucking everyday occurrence for some people. And then when he was there in the store, he's like, oh, this is probably a good idea. I should probably try to steal something. So uh, uh, Walmart staff members confronted him. And uh, so he did not take kindly to that. And he said, if anyone touches him, uh, he'll fuck them up. He said he will assault them. And apparently just a regular customer was like, oh shit, really? Uh, well, now it's time to go down. I don't work at Walmart. I don't, I can't get fired. Fired? I'm going to do what I need to do, motherfucker. Let's throw down. So uh, the suspect, 29, apparently the, the other person who's like, I want to fight you. Let's throw hands, bitch, 21. So there's a minute and 20 seconds of uh, phone, cell phone footage. So uh, let's, let's hear what's going on. And uh, let's, let's listen in, everybody. All right, hold on. My computer's acting goofy. Hold on, I'm going to crank this shit up. Crank it to 100, bitch. All right, here we go. All right, they're kind of, staff are following this guy around. He was inebriated. Staff are following him. Oh, now uh, they edited because now all of a sudden the sus the, the the guy is like "fuck you, motherfucker." Uh, he steps up to the plate. Now suspect is wearing real baggy. Both guys are black. Suspect uh, wearing really baggy pants. Um, he's taller, thinner. The other guy said, "Not today, bitch." Uh, a little shorter. A little pudgier. Suspect not wearing a mask. Uh, guy who wants to commit street justice wearing a mask. All right, here we go. And he keeps yelling, what's up? Uh, now he's like got his hands up. Suspect drops whatever he had in his hands. A uh, young guy with the mask uh, just punched him in the back of the head. Uh, this, this fight is not going to happen well for the suspect you can tell uh he's just tall and gangly and yep the other guy is just fucking throwing haymakers uh, uh he just got tackled him to the floor 
He's on top of them. People are telling him to relax now because like, oh yeah, this guy, you're going to kick the shit out of this fuck. Uh, it looks like maybe he's putting a chokehold on him uh, and he's going to get him to tap out because he's, the suspect is on his fucking stomach on the floor. The guy's on top of him like he's going to fucking have sex with him. Uh, he is a power top, apparently. Now, I don't know, the, the fucking cell phone guy says he's leaking. I don't know if that, what that means. I don't know if it means the guy, like, pissed his pants or he took a shit. I, I don't know what happened, but uh, he's leaking is probably not good. Uh, I don't. I wonder if this guy was just looking for an excuse to beat the shit out of somebody, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I can beat the fuck out of this guy, and people probably won't care." There are a lot of stand uh, people just standing around watching. Finally, a security guard comes up, and he's like, "Hey, I'm here. It's okay." The suspect is dazed out of his mind. The guy talking. That's the fucking. That's the guy who, uh, street justice guy. And, uh, uh, that's it. And, uh, apparently cops were waiting outside and, uh, arrested this guy. And, uh, good. Can't lie. Good. Guy was fucking drunk. He got, he got arrested of, uh, public intoxication, hit and run and attempted theft. Uh, I don't know if anything happened to the other guy. Like, as much as I love street justice, you can't really go around beating the shit out of people. Uh, it's weird. I, I love it, and yet uh, I'm also understanding of, like, you cannot have this happen. <laughs> but good for him. Don't go to Walmart and think no one's going to punch you in the face. Someone in Walmart, there's always going to be someone in Walmart who will be like, I, yeah, I will punch you in the face. So, all right, everybody, that is it. We're I'm done. Please go like my fan page uh, for the podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we do a lot of polls on Twitter. That's why I like Twitter. Twitter is good with polls, so please do that. Uh, four things I want you to do as well. I already talked about another episode podcast. Go listen to them. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Then uh, the next three things, stay on Twitter, or not stay on Twitter, stay on Facebook, and go like the Sunday Slaw page. That's Adam House and Stephanie Boobs. They talk about coleslaw. That's weird as fuck. But they talk about coleslaw, they eat coleslaw, they film themselves eating coleslaw, and then they give you the thumbs up, thumbs down on the coleslaw. So go like their page. If you live in the Detroit area, tell them where they can go to get some good slaw. So the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Then go check out Blissful Cravings, Crafts, and Gifts. That's a small business woman doing her thing. She can make you some baked goods, make you some crafts, bake you a mask, make you a coffee mug, do all sorts of good shit. So like the page, message her, ask her what she's got, buy something from her. Uh, if she doesn't got what you want, message her and tell you, hey, can you do this? And then uh, maybe she can. That'd be great. Blissful cravings, crafts, and gifts. So the last thing I want you to do is check out the whole, the whole thing donut shop. Sorry, everybody. It's a long thing. Whole thing donut shop. That's whole with the H. 
It's a donut shop in Forney, Texas. It's a suburb of Dallas. And uh, go like their page. If you live in Dallas, go buy uh, some donuts. If you go visit Dallas, go buy some donuts. They can deliver. They probably do Uber Eats or DoorDash, or maybe they deliver on their own. So go like their page. Why a donut shop in Dallas? Fucking that's how I goddamn do, man. The whole thing donut shop. You got it. Love it. Like it. Bing, bang, boom. So that's it for everybody. Please go uh, subscribe to my Patreon as well, too. I'll be back tomorrow. Maybe Jamie will be back. I don't know. We'll talk about shit. So that's it. Love you, babies. Talk to you later.